Welcome back to 10 Toes Down Football. I'm your host, Jaden Orwood. This week, we'll be talking about my week 10 predictions of the NFL season. We'll be recapping the Kansas City Chiefs beating the Miami Dolphins in Germany this past Sunday. We'll be recapping C.J. Stroud's historic rookie game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, setting an NFL rookie record. And we'll be talking about the unfortunate end of my New York Giants season as Daniel Jones has a season-ending torn ACL. So to start with my predictions of this week, we have the first game of this week, the Carolina Panthers against the Chicago Bears on Thursday Night Football. I have the Bears taking this one as the Bears are just a better team overall than the Panthers this year, even though they are remarkably still generationally bad despite acquiring a lot of pieces this offseason, but they are still better than the Carolina Panthers on almost every level from defense, offense, special teams. So I have the Bears taking out one on Thursday night football. And that'll be an interesting game as the Bears own the Panthers draft pick this upcoming draft. So it'll be kind of interesting to see how that plays out as if the Panthers lose, the Bears will have a higher draft pick. With them, the Panthers win. The Bears will just fall shorter than them, and they'll still have a higher draft pick. So it'll just be an interesting game to see how it plays out on both ends. But next, we have the Indianapolis Colts against the New England Patriots. I have the Indianapolis Colts taking this one over the Patriots. I just see the Colts as a better team overall. They have been playing some good football. They had a very, very strong defensive performance this past week. I feel like they'll keep it up, keep this momentum going, despite them not having their rookie rookie quarterback for multiple weeks now. They are still playing some very good football. Next, we have a divisional game. The Cleveland Browns against the Baltimore Ravens. I have the Baltimore Ravens taking this one. The Baltimore Ravens have just consistently looked like a top five team to me. They are just pulling away with that notion as the uh, season goes on. I'm sorry. But Browns are not to be slept on, and they do have the best defense in the league. So that will be a very interesting game to see because the Ravens' offense shows up. They're going to be a very hard team to stop, and if the Browns' defense shows up just equally as well, it's going to be a very hard game for the Ravens to score. But with a strong run game like the Ravens and receivers actually want to catch the ball, the Ravens are going to be a hard team to stop on offense, especially with Lamar's running and passing ability being displayed this season. Next, we have the um, Green Bay Packers against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I have the Pittsburgh Steelers taking this one. as the, I just believe the Pittsburgh Steelers defense is going to be too much for Green Bay's offense as they haven't really picked up a rhythm since the beginning of the season. They've been kind of inconsistent week in, week out. I feel like team you cannot be inconsistent against is the Pittsburgh Steelers as they will take advantage of every opportunity they, you throw at them with T.J. Watt, Highsmith playing better because T.J. Watt is Opposite and Cam Hayward came back this past week. Their defense just got better, and their offense could just put points on the board. They're going to be a very hard team for the Packers to stop. Next, we have the San Francisco 49ers playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. I have, ooh, I have the 49ers taking that one. I don't believe it'll be a blowout, though. I believe it'll be a very close game. I feel like it'll be one of the better games of this week as both those teams are very good teams on offense 
and could pick it up at any moment. So I do believe the 49ers will take it, but I do believe the Jaguars will give them a run for their money for majority of the game. But I believe in the end, it'll be the 49ers on top. Especially if Debo Samuel could come back this week, the offense will just get better and it will become healthier and even harder for the Jacksonville Jaguars to stop. Next, we have the New Orleans Saints against the Minnesota Vikings. I have the Saints taking this one. I simply the Vikings are going through a quarterback carousel, despite Joshua Dobbs being traded there recently. It is within his first week, week and a half with this team. And he is playing good football. No disrespect to him, but I just believe the Saints offense is just way more loaded than the New Vikings offense as of right now. Especially with the way um, the defense has been playing these past couple weeks. Next, we have a very sleeper game. A very, very much slept on game this week. The Cincinnati Bengals against the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans have been playing some good football despite, despite being a 500 team. They've been playing some good football, staying in with most teams they play. I believe they'll give the Bengals a run for their money, especially with the injury Jamar Chase suffered this past week. We don't know what, what this Bengals offense is going to look like without him, but I do believe Joe Burrow and his other two receivers, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, I believe they'll they'll make up for the lack of production with, without Jamar Chase on the field. So I do have the Bengals taking that one in a very close game. Next, we have the Tennessee Titans against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I have the Tennessee Titans taking this one as they lost a close one this past week to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I feel like they'll do everything in their power just to right that wrong. Especially with Will Levis getting more playing time, getting more comfortable with the offense. Just just getting all those rookie mistakes out. I feel like the Bucks defense will be surprised at how good the performance will be by this Tennessee Titans offense. But I do believe it will be a close game overall. Next, we have the Detroit Lions against the Chargers. I have the Lions taking this one. I do believe the Lions are a better team overall, better defense. There's better overall on, on both sides of the ball. Especially if Montgomery could come back, it would be a very good, very good pairing with Jameer Gibbs getting some touches these past couple weeks. It would be a very good one-two punch. And Dan Campbell himself said that they will be splitting the touches pretty evenly when Montgomery gets back as they will he has a very good change of pace back for Montgomery Jameer Gibbs so we'll see how they incorporate him into the offense with Montgomery back into the starting lineup but I do have the Lions taking that one next we have the Atlanta Falcons against the Arizona Cardinals I do have the Falcons taking this one but I don't believe it will be that surprising if the Cardinals do win it so, but I, I only have the Falcons winning this one just by a little bit. Kyler Murray is scheduled to come back, barring no setbacks this week. So we'll see his season debut. We'll see what he has and how he's looking after recovering from his injury this past year. So we'll see what what the Cardinals can now do. As they have been in mostly close games all season, so we'll see what they have to offer it for this Atlanta Falcons team. But as of right now, I do have the Falcons taking this one. Next, we have another divisional game with my New York Giants against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, all I can say, 
I hope I know the Cowboys are going to win this game. I want my Giants to win this game. But with Daniel Jones out for their season, just bad offensive production. Just don't make it a repeat of week one. Man, that's that's all I ask. I can't bear to watch another game like that twice in a season. That would be just embarrassing for the franchise and embarrassing for the players. It's embarrassing for us as fans just to have to deal with that over and over again. So, yeah, I, I know that I have the Cowboys winning that, but I just hope it's a closer game than what it should be. Next, we have the Commanders versus the Seahawks. I have the Seahawks taking this one. As the Seahawks just got embarrassed by the Ravens, so I feel like they'll come out very, 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 very high. Very high high expectations of themselves against this Commanders team that lost two of their uh, notable defensive linemen. We'll see how they fare against a Seattle team that likes to pass the ball a lot and establish the run with their two good running backs. So we'll see how the Commanders fare against them. But I do have the Seahawks taking that one. Next, we have the Jets and the Raiders. I have the Raiders taking this one. It's a new look Raiders. They look more energetic and they look more enthusiastic. Granted, it was a win over my New York Giants. So we'll see how they do against a better defense with the New York Jets. But the Jets offense is nothing to be scared of as of right now. They continue to struggle offensively with Zach Wilson behind center at quarterback. Aaron Rodgers has been making notable progress on the sideline, throwing before the game, no brace, walking normally. Rumors saying he's a couple weeks out, which will be insane to see if a professional athlete could recover from an Achilles tear this quickly. He will do something that arguably we've never seen before and is unheard of. So we'll see how this works out going on to the back end of the season. So next we have the Denver Broncos against the Buffalo Bills on Monday night. I have... I have Buffalo Bills winning this one. Denver has been playing better football as of late, but I do have the Bills have been playing very subpar to their standards, and I feel like they always bounce back after a very bad game. So I do believe this will be a good game for them to bounce back with and just perform past their expectations, past all of our expectations, and just have a very good football game overall. So I do believe that the... um. That the Bills will be victorious over the Broncos on Monday Night Football, but I won't be surprised if the Broncos continue to play good football against them as the Bills' defense has been questionable as of late. But just to recap my picks, I have the Bears over the Panthers, Colts over the Patriots, Ravens over the Browns, Steelers over the Packers, 49ers over the Jaguars, Saints over the Vikings, Bengals over the Texans, Titans over the Bucks, Lions over the Chargers, Falcons over the Cardinals, Cowboys over the Giants, Seahawks over the Commanders, Jets over the Raiders, and Bills over the Broncos. Next, we could talk about the Week 9 game recap of the Kansas City Chiefs against the Miami Dolphins, two very high-powered offenses. Despite it not being a super offensive game, it was still a very interesting game as it came down to the wire to some of the last snaps of the game in the fourth quarter. The 
Chiefs beat the Miami Dolphins 21 to 14 this past week in Germany, opening up the week nine Sunday slate early in the morning. The Chiefs started the game very hot. They went over 75 yards in the first seven plays, 11 yard touchdown pass to Rasheed Rice. And then it just became a very slow game after that. The defense scored next for the um for the Chiefs. There was a fumble, fumble recovery. So it was just a very, very, very defensive game, if you could if you could say. The Dolphins took a while to get hot. As it took them till late in the third quarter to finally put points on the board, cutting it down to twenty one to seven. They made it twenty one to fourteen before the end of the third quarter with the Raheem Mostert touchdown run. But that was as close as the Dolphins would get throughout the whole game. As the last drive, it just became became tough for the um for the Dolphins to get anything going. It was a good day for um Isaiah Pacheco, who averaged four point one yards a carry. It was just a it wasn't nothing crazy as a in terms of overall production, but in terms of being consistent and getting the ball up the field. He was very good to see. She Rice continues just to be another option for Patrick Mahomes as Travis Kelsey had a very, very, very quiet day. He, Patrick Mahomes finished the game 20 for 30, two touchdowns, 185 yards. Tua finished the game 21 for 34, 193 yards and one touchdown. Rushing for the Dolphins was Raheem Mostert, 12 carries, 85 yards, 7.1 yards a carry, one touchdown. Had a very good, very productive day on the floor for Raheem Mostert. And rushing for the um, Kansas City Chiefs, sorry. It was, it was uh, Isaiah Pacheco, 16 carries, 66 yards. Overall, it was just a very... Very slow, productive, a very slow offensive, I'm sorry, day for both teams as they did have an underwhelming performance as what we were expecting as from two high-powered offenses, especially on the receiving ends for both teams as leading receiver for the Miami Dolphins was Tyreek Hill, 10 targets, 8 catches for 62 yards. We're used to him going clearly over 100. Second leading receiver with Jalen Waddle, three catches, 42 yards. Leading receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs was Noah Gray with three catches for 34 yards. This was a pretty spread out game for both offenses, especially for the Chiefs, as they had one, as they had multiple people over 10 yards, 10 receiving yards. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine people were double-digit receiving yards, averaging around around 12 yards per reception per them. Not per reception, I'm sorry, but 12 yards overall on average per receiver. Travis Kelsey had a very quiet day, three catches for 14 yards. Miami's defense made it their mission to very take him out the game, and they succeeded. Kept it a close game, but they just couldn't capitalize on the slow offensive production of the Kansas City Chiefs. 
But hopefully, Miami, Miami's looking a little questionable now as they have yet to be a uh, over 500 team as they haven't. They've been beating subpar teams this season. Their notable losses to this season has been to the Chiefs, the Bills. Closest game that they have, the closest thing to beating a above average team was there for a week one win against the Chargers, and that was a two point win over them. So we got to see how Miami Fair is going into the season, going to the second half of the season, as they have yet to really establish have that one win that just puts them above, puts them in a conversation for being a top 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 five team. Moving forward, as yeah, another loss too was to the Philadelphia Eagles. So we'll see how they how they fare going on. As I was a person that had very high hopes for them from the offensive production they were able to produce, but now that I'm seeing that it is not against teams with good defenses and they're not as consistent at putting those numbers up against those type of teams, we'll have to see how they do going into the second half of this season. Next, we could talk about the. NFL record-setting game by C.J. Stroud. 470 passing yards and five touchdowns, if I'm being if I'm correct. Yeah, threw for five touchdowns and set a rookie record for 470 passing yards to help the Texans get a close win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a back-and-forth game. The Buccaneers fall to 3-5 and five as Houston falls to even 4-4. Four and four. As C.J. Stroud just continues to establish himself as the clear, in my opinion, rookie of the year of this of this class. So we'll see if anybody else could catch up to him. But 14 touchdowns, one interception ratio is kind of clear cut that he's going to go down as the rookie of the year for this season. Some have him as an early MVP, too, since there's no clear MVP favorite for this season. So we'll see how, how he continues to play. He has a very, 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 very hard matchup up for him this week as he faces the Cincinnati Bengals. So we'll see how they fare against a team, against a better team than the Tampa Bay Buck, Buccaneers for sure. But C.J. Stroud just played with a lot of poise. He found Tank Dell in the end zone with six seconds left to give the Texans the lead. Tank Dell finished with two touchdowns, 114 yards receiving. It's an overall good game from this team as this offense seems to be way better with him behind center. So this team is a team we're going to have to watch for the next coming years and especially the rest of this season as they are still four at four and four. They are still actively in the wild card chase. They are, if I'm not mistaken, second in their division right behind Jacksonville. One game, one game lead above Indianapolis, two game lead. Yeah, two game, technically game and a half lead above Tennessee. But the Houston Texans are a team to be, team that's on everybody's radar as of now because Noah Brown had six catches for 153 yards. Dalton, Dalton Schultz had 10 catches for 130 yards. Just was an overall great offensive performance from this team, especially for a rookie. So I'm excited to see him grow as, as an NFL quarterback and see what he can he can do for this Texans team. As they 
we're in a very bad place quarterback-wise last year. So this is, I know for Texans fans, any of you out there, this is a very this is a very exciting thing to see and a very good thing to cheer for every Sunday. Next, we can talk about the un- unfortunate season-ending ACL tear for Daniel Jones and my New York Giants. Daniel Jones had tore his ACL this past week in Las Vegas. It's an unfortunate event as he just came back from injury, from a neck injury, and now suffered a knee injury. It's unfortunate to see how this man's career has gone down in the past couple years as a New York Giant. This is potentially his last game as a New York Giant. As I don't expect the New York Giants not to be in the not to be in the quarterback chase in the NFL draft this season. So we'll see as they hold the top five pick as of right now. We'll see where they're leaning towards as the season comes to an end. But they have a very tough opponent this this Sunday as they face the Dallas Cowboys with a notable defense. In my personal opinion, the New York Giants should be in the quarterback hunt as there is no clear answer to if Daniel Jones can lead us to a clear postseason run. I know he got us our first playoff win in years, but a definite postseason run where we need to compete with other teams, be a passing offense, be a consistent offense in a passing league now, I don't think he is the answer. We are ranked number 32 in the league in offensive production, probably 32 in the league in yards per game. We're 1-5. in five. He's 1-5 in five on the season in games he started this season and he had a best season as a giant yet was last year he was nine six and one quarterback rating of 62.9 and 15 touchdowns and five interceptions and granted that is not a bad season but that's not going to win you playoff games in this league on a consistent basis and it's not going to win you games moving forward as the league becomes more pass heavy and you just don't have the production other teams are having. So it's interesting to see what the New York Giants might do going into the second half of this season as they now are on the clock on what they will decide to do. Guaranteed, Daniel Jones is guaranteed a roster spot next year at least because of the 30-plus million they owe him because of the contract he signed this past year. But there's no guarantee he will be back the same same health-wise to start the season next year. So we'll see how they how the draft talks heat up near the end of the season as the Giants are in the run for trading up for the number one pick in discussions for it could offer next year's number one pick. But they they're gonna need a quarterback to start this next season. It's definitely so. They don't trust Tommy DeVito to pass to pass the ball. He's definitely not a clear-cut starter in his league at most. Tyrod Taylor is on IR. We don't have a definite answer at quarterback, and it's just going to be interesting to see what direction they go. But thank you for listening to 10 Toes Down Football. Tune in at 1TD Football on Twitter. You can follow, like, comment, and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you.